Confused by finances, investing, estate and retirement planning? Well, we went to school so you don't have to. Welcome to Finances and with Kathy and Norma. Welcome to Finances and the FIRE movement. We went to school so you don't have to. I'm Norma and I'm here with Kathy. Today we wanted to talk about the fairly recently popularized FIRE movement, what it is, how to calculate your number, and whether this is right for you. So I want to start by saying this was definitely not brought up in the program as far as the studies that that we did, but it has, you know, it's a very popular movement and it's another way to get to retirement that we wanted to explore. But again, it's, it's not something that we actually studied. You know, learning about finances is always evolving. We wanted to just kind of learn about the FIRE movement and bring it to you guys. So what is FIRE? FIRE stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. It's a lifestyle movement, and the goal is to save and invest aggressively at least 50%, up to 70 in some cases, of your income in order to retire early. I've seen some online communities where people as young as 30 are accomplishing this goal. Historically, people don't retire until 60 or so, so shaving that by half is an incredible concept. And so again, this is why we wanted to explore it. Wanted to give a shout out to listener Jennifer in Indiana who requested this topic. So again, if you have topics you'd like covered, just let us know on our website. So who should be doing this? This is somebody or or a couple that's interested in trying to retire early so they can spend more time doing what they like versus what they have to. The bottom line is you're going to spend a lot of years working very hard and saving a lot to be able to do that. So people who embrace this extreme savings lifestyle, as Norma said, can save up to 70% of their yearly income. And you probably want to aim for about a million dollars before you start thinking about retiring. You can earn as much as you can. Or conversely, you can save as much as you can to try to get to that dollar. The sacrifice that you're willing to make now will make it easier for you to have more time not working at a traditional job. You might sincerely want to consider using a planner for this so you can look at your individual experiences and look at where it's going to be best for you to either save or to earn more money. It could be part of you looking at a new budget for yourself, maybe adding some kind of a side hustle. But you want to try to also try and get up to 15% into your retirement account per year of your income, at least. Watch out, though, if you have student loans or credit card debt, that's going to push your fire back, your ability to retire early back, because you've got to pay those things off first as well. Don't think that you're just going to quit your job to be able to do this. You're going to have to be saving a lot of money for a long time. And by long time, I mean 10 years versus most of us working a lot longer than that. So it's still, it's a long time of saving. It's not saving for one year. Don't do FIRE just because you're hearing a lot about it right now. This is going to be a lifestyle change for you, and you're going to want to make sure that you're ready for it because retirement is what we're working towards. It's our financial goal. And maybe you can take it early, but maybe you can't. It's definitely something you're going to have to have some serious conversations about with your partner before you decide to go into this. Your investments growing are going to be the key to this. So the more money that you can put in now and let it earn its own interest over the years and be able to save for it, that's going to be the success to all of this. 79% of the people that do this do not 
have children and don't plan on having children. So that might be part of their success at retiring early. The reported median or middle income of people who are doing this is 120000 because they're able to put a lot in. It doesn't mean if you're making less than that, you can't do it, but that's the reported median income. And the suggestion is that you're going to sacrifice for a full 10 years of not trying to keep up with the Joneses. You're going to be saving your money so that you can do what you want with it sooner as you retire. Please don't think you're never going to work again. You might have to choose some side hustle jobs or some part-time jobs. You might not, but it's a possibility that you'll have to find one of those jobs. And of course, this is all dependent on how well the economy is going. If for some reason the economy goes down, you might be right back at work again, at least for a little while. Before I go into how to calculate your number, I just kind of I want to address the point Kathy made about talking to your partner first. You do not have to be in a relationship in order to do fire. I just want to point that out. If you're going to do it with a partner, it would be nice if you're both on board so that you're not excessively saving while he's excessive while they are spending. But if you're on your own, I actually think that that's the best way to do fire. And the reason I say that is because you can plan for retiring on your own, but maybe you won't actually retire on your own. If you're working towards being able to retire early and you've accumulated that much money, then it'll actually work out better when you have somebody and now you've actually you've got some more income that's coming in. So, again, you don't have to have a partner in order to do fire. Just wanted to touch upon that. Totally true. To get your number, you want to multiply your monthly expenses by 12. This would be your expected expenses. So right now, maybe you are paying for childcare. Obviously, that's not an expense that you, you're going to have later on. So you're going to multiply your expected expenses by 12, and that'll give you your annual expenses. Then you want to divide that number by what's called your safe withdrawal rate. The popular one is 4% but you can also do 3%. Let's just say you're doing 3%. So you divide that by 0.03 or again, the more popular, the 4%, which is actually known as the 4% rule, which means that you should withdraw 4% of your portfolio in each of your retirement years in order to live a comfortable life. You know, I say they, quote unquote, they, they say 4% is what you should withdraw, but you may be comfortable with three or you may want five. Again, You just divide it by whatever that percentage is, and that will give you your FIRE number. That 4%, if you calculate that your first year and take out your 3 or 4%, and that comes out to, let's say... $20,000. You don't want to recalculate that 4% again next year and next year and next year. You want to keep it at your $20,000 next year and the year after and the year after. That way your base amount will continue to grow. You're not taking 4% out of that new growth. Another way is possible is to take 25 times the amount you think you're going to need at retirement. So coming back to your expenses, as Norma said, you could multiply that by 25 and also get a number. So either one of those will at least get you understanding about how much you're going to take out. And really the concept is that you're investing this money. So you're not saving this money in a regular savings account. You're not hiding it in the mattress or in a safe deposit box or, you know, what have you. You're actually putting in it investments that are aggressively growing. So you're not putting it in a CD. 2% or whatnot. You're putting this, you know, either in the market, you're investing in real estate or something else where it's, it's growing. And so when we say, you know, you want to take out 4% or whatever your percentage is, that number that's left in the account 
is continuing to grow. And so you're not just taking out 4% of what's in there and what's in there is stagnant. So there are some things that you need to consider before you're able to retire and really enjoy. There's four different types of names that they've given to these fires. So you can consider what type of uh, maybe additional work you might have to do. There's fat fire, which is using a traditional lifestyle and an advisor to help you figure all of this out. Of course, I think fat is probably because you're going to have to pay for your advisor. There's lean fire where you're saving 75% of your yearly annual income. There's barista fire, where you quit your nine to five traditional job, but do some sort of a part-time work to cover your current expenses. And that would not erode then anything you have that's growing aggressively, as Norma mentioned. And the last is a coast fire, where you have a part-time job, but you're, you already have enough saved for retirement. You're just using this as covering your current living expenses. But the common thread for all of these is that you're going to have to adjust your current budget. If you're deciding to do this tomorrow, it's not going to be the same budget that you were operating on yesterday. You're going to have to calculate what your annual needs will be in retirement, which again, you're going to have to try and see into the future. You're going to have to estimate your total savings needs for that time. You're going to have to invest for growth, which is what she just said. We're not investing safely. We're trying to grow. And you're going to have to track your expenses because you're going to need to know how close you are to reaching your goal. And if maybe you have to push that back a year or you can start a year sooner. The real bottom line is that this is all going to require some sacrifice. It's not your traditional lifestyle. And so it's, it's a wonderful choice, but you're going to have to decide for yourself, this is something that I or we want to do together. By the end, you need to have no debt. You're going to have to be investing towards your retirement fund. If you're going to save for your child's college, which you can, you need to consider that because that's going into a whole different bucket of money. You're probably going to want to have your mortgage paid off because you're not going to want to have that that uh, expense at retirement. And you're going to want to also continue to put that full 6000 or catch up $7,000 into an IRA so that you are, again, building up your wealth as quickly as you can. If you think any one of those things is going to be too challenging for you, FIRE might not be the best choice right now for you. Why would FIRE be right for you? I think this is partly a philosophical question and maybe a part logical one. FIRE is great because it's basically a plan so that you don't have to work your whole life. But it also provides freedom to do what you enjoy, which can also generate income. What it does, though, again, is provide the freedom. So you can choose to volunteer. You can choose to travel. You can choose to follow whatever passion you have because you don't have to worry about trying to support yourself because you spent this whole time building this wealth. The flip side of it, though, is that you kind of I mean, depending on the investment strategy that you choose, like I said, if you end up choosing real estate, maybe you have, you know, real estate income coming in. If you get like, I don't know, multifamily unit or something and, and you've got that passive income coming in. Maybe you don't deprive yourself as much, but let's just say you don't have real estate, right? You're basically going to deprive yourself to get to fire. And that might be worth it for you, but it may not be. You know, if you live under the life is short motto, then maybe fire is not for you. The fact is you're going to have to sacrifice in order to get there. And you might be okay with living bare bones or having, you know, specific socializing methods like pre-gaming, which is basically kind of like drinking at home, taking Uber or Lyft, whatever, you know, before you get to where you get to kind of just do stuff like that or, you know, tell your friends, listen, like maybe we do apps at the house and we eat entree when we get there and you're not as hungry. I mean, there's there's things that you could really do. 
it's going to take work and it's going to take some sacrifice. I mean, I know like just from my personal standpoint, my father died fairly young. And after his divorce with my mom, he basically bought whatever he wanted. He went everywhere he felt like going and he ate every T-bone steak that was available. I'm kind of on the fence as I was doing the research for this episode. I kind of decided I'm not so sure I want to do fire. I think maybe I want to do spark which I'm inventing right now. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Go for it. Fire, but it it's me inching my way towards fire. So I'm kind of like in it, like half in it, half out of it, where I'm aware I do want to get to a number, but I'm not going to sacrifice my current lifestyle in order to get there. I, I hope I get, I'm going to contribute as much as I can. I really don't want to have to work until regular retirement age, but I do, I do like my job. So I'm going to stay as long as they'll have me. And if I get there, I get there. I'm not going to live off ramen to get there. It's just not worth it to me personally. But I am going to try. I, I'm, I'm going to try. I'm just not going to make all those sacrifices. I think you've proven that even in your example of pre-gaming or ordering apps instead of food. I mean, because if you're really doing fire, you're not even going out. You're not going to have apps. You're going to have those types of inexpensive choices at home. And so just just even in your story, it makes perfect sense that you're you're considering ways of saving money so that you can get to retirement early, but it's not going to be super early. It makes it makes sense. I, I mean, I'm in some groups on on Facebook, on Instagram, where I follow a lot of the questions that are posted. I mean, there's some people that are hardcore. I mean, every decision they make in their life is, will this help me get towards fire? We just have to really stressing yourself out. <laughs> but I'm learning a lot, which is really nice. It's like, oh, should I, you know, I just saw one recently where they asked, should they pay off their 15 year mortgage, contrib- you know, keep contributing to their IRA or 401k or whatever it was. And it's like, you know, your, your mortgage is, you know, 4% is what the example was. And they're really scrutinizing it to that point. And then some people come back with either or and then some some people come back with, well, it's it's really up to you. You know, it's really up to you what you value. When you're looking at a dollars and cents, you might have your your answer, but then there's also a peace of mind with paying off your mortgage. So that's worth something too. I I think that, you know, it's a lot to think about. If you want to know more about it, I actually strongly suggest you join one of these Facebook communities because you'll learn a whole lot. People are constantly posting questions all day long and other people are more than happy to answer them. And again, just that at what level are you willing to sacrifice now? Are you willing to sacrifice a little? Well, then you can retire a little early. If you're willing to sacrifice a lot, then you can retire a lot early. And all of those choices, they're your choices. There's not a right or wrong answer. You get to decide how you want to do this. Really, FIRE basically comes down to, I read this, it's a place where your passion and your talents can be matched. So you have the time to be able to do something else with your time, not just work. Thanks for listening to Finances and FIRE, Financial Independence, Retire Early. We know you chose to listen today and we're grateful. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, share, and review it. It helps us get listeners and it makes it easier for others to find us. And it helps us spread the word about financial literacy. Please let us know what you think on Facebook or by going to our website at financesand.net. Finances and does not provide tax or legal advice. And nothing in this podcast can be construed as such. Always consult a tax, accounting, or legal professional for advice on your specific situation. Remember, we went to school so you don't have to.